0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. So our readings this morning give us images of what the church is to be in the world. And my caveat, as always, is when I say church, I don't simply just mean our congregation or our particular denomination or anything like that, but the church is wherever the word of God is rightly preached and the sacraments rightly administered. But the image of the church we get from Isaiah is of a welcoming and comforting mother. So here in Isaiah, Jerusalem stands symbolically as the place where the faithful come into the presence of the Lord. And so Jerusalem can stand in place here for us, for the church. The church is where sinners are welcomed, where they are nurtured, where they are sustained, and where they are comforted by God's word. And then in our second reading in Galatians, we hear from St. Paul that the church is made up of those who bear one another's burdens. The church is where in faithful fellowship, believers boast not of themselves and their own works, but they boast of the crucified Lord who has died for them. And then in our gospel in Luke 10, Jesus shows us how the church is to be a missionary church. The word mission is from that Latin word, missio, literally ascending off to send. And those who are to labor as one sent by Christ, labor as missionaries. And it's here where I wanna focus our attention this morning. Because in our imagination, I think we often hear that word missionary, and we think of those who were sent off to Africa, to Latin America, to Southeast Asia. And so our churches, Yes, indeed, they do send missionaries to those places. We send resources there as well. But it's becoming more and more true that those places have a growing, vibrant church, a church that is standing stronger than the churches here in the West, here in America. Even if we look at the Lutheran churches, the churches in Ethiopia, Tanzania, Indonesia, Madagascar, they're all significantly larger than the Lutheran churches in America and Europe. In fact, there are five times as many Lutherans in Ethiopia alone as there are in America. And so instead of thinking about missionaries as just those who are sent to cross-cultural ministries, I think we'll soon, if we're not there yet, be required to think of how each one of our congregations exists as a missionary church in our community. And more than that, we will necessarily begin to think about how each of us as individual believers live as missionaries to our communities, to our communities that are full of people who have never heard the gospel. And so for this reason, our gospel this morning is so important for us. So as he is instructing the 70 he sends out, Jesus is telling us how to be missionaries in his missionary church. He is showing us how to be the ones who are sent out into a people that no longer know the gospel. And so we'll take a look at Jesus' words here and see what they have to say to us about what it means to be a missionary church in 2022 and beyond. So first we notice when Jesus sends the disciples out into the towns, he tells them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. That phrase is remarkable to me because whose harvest is this mission field? Well, Jesus says, it's God's harvest. We always want to keep this in mind as baptized believers sent out into the world that we're not sent out to do our own work. Being a Christian is not about just us and our preferences and our desires. It's not about our ego not about the success we need to to feel to fill our church pews. Rather, this is about the Lord's harvest. And here we are, as St. Paul says, to boast of Christ crucified and not of ourselves. We are working for the Lord, for him. And so Jesus tells his disciples to pray for more laborers. And the truth is, we can always find laborers with an agenda, with our own agenda We can find laborers who will seek success for themselves. But the laborers Christ calls us to be are ones who truly work for the Lord. And so he tells us to pray for the men and women, boys and girls, who will be impressed with the Lord's harvest. And will happily join in that labor, not for their own gain, but in service to the Lord who saves. And so as we pay attention to that language of harvest. Right it's that la- that that language of harvest the laborers are called to join in the harvest but if they are doing the harvesting it means that the lord is already at work it's a reminder that we as a church we as individual christians we're not called to make christians we're not called to make christians because that is what the holy spirit does rather we are called to share the word with sinners it's the Holy Spirit who enlightens hearts. And we see that if we are called to join the harvest, the Holy Spirit is already at work. The Holy Spirit is already impressing on sinners the need for a Savior. So we who are sent out then are sent out to share with sinners the good news of the forgiveness of sins they have in Jesus Christ. Right, Our job as the church, our job as Christians, is to point others to Christ. That's where the harvest is takes place and so we notice as we follow along in our reading that Jesus tells the 70 to carry no purse carry no bag no extra sandals and to greet no one on the road well Christ is telling them that their mission is to be focused not to get distracted on the road but he's also telling them to trust right he doesn't want them to carry extra money and extra stuff because he wants them to know that much of the success of this mission work will come in trusting that the Spirit provides. If we as the church say, let's wait to tell others about Christ until we're financially secure, until we've completed a five-year strategy plan, until we have the perfect building to worship in and so on, well, then we never actually get about our mission work. We'll always be preparing for the mission and never joining in the labor Of the harvest because the harvest is plentiful now the laborers are needed now and so there comes a point when planning and reliance on financial security and all of that becomes a hindrance to the work of the church and we're reminded to get out and do the ministry and not just talk about the ministry Jesus then tells the 70 that when they get to a place they have two things to do These two things are to cure the sick who are there and to say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. In other words, find the people who have a need, minister to them, and tell them that Christ has come to save them. Jesus calls this church to be involved in healing. The church has a place to be concerned with spiritual, emotional, and physical healing of people, and that healing itself is centered around the church's proclamation that the kingdom has come in the person and work of Christ. As a church, Jesus commands us to tell people that the message of the gospel has something to say to those who are suffering, those who are hurting. There's a true message to be shared with one another. Finally, and remarkably, Jesus tells the 70 that he sends out to expect failure in their mission. He outlines for the disciples what to do when their message fails to take hold. And it's not a matter of if they reject you, but he says whenever they reject you. The 70 that had a clear and direct commission from Christ were often rejected. Well, we too will be rejected. It's simply true that when we are faithful to what God has called us to do, the message is not always going to be received. The pews are not always going to be filled. We can witness faithfully, we can tell people our story, we can pray for them to receive healing, we can walk, through, walk with them through their suffering, and we can invite them to receive the good news of Christ's love, but there are those whose hearts will remain hard to the message. And Christ says to us to keep going to shake the dust off our feet and keep going. Our faithfulness will not always show the kinds of results that are dramatic, but that's just not our concern. We are called to be faithful, to follow the call of the Lord of the harvest. And in all of this, we should see that Christ has called us to be out in the world, joining together with what God is doing in this world. Christianity was never simply a monastic religion in which each, each person comes to a church and has a personal spiritual practice. Instead, Christ has always called his followers to be in the world, sharing the good news that the kingdom of God has come near. I'm reminded that at our synod Assembly last month, our bishop shared his story. They said that whenever he goes to visit a congregation, inevitably he hears the same exact thing someone will come up to him and say bishop you should have seen this church 40 or 50 years ago there were young families here the pews were full there was a great choir there was always something going on it just seemed so vibrant and so as gently and pastorally as he can the bishop replies yeah that's really wonderful but those days are not coming back and if our bishop is correct and i suspect that he is that those days are not coming back How important is it for us to consider Jesus' words here to the 70? Because our mission is not so different from theirs. We are to go to a people who do not know that Christ is here for them and to prepare them for the coming of Christ. And it's this day that we have the opportunity to say to a world filled with sin, filled with conflict, filled with suffering, peace. Peace. We have a message of peace for the world. We have the message that Christ has come, Christ has died, Christ has risen, and that's a message for everyone we encounter on our way. And so we all have the wonderful opportunity to proclaim the kingdom in our own unique mission fields, our own vocations, our own families, our friends, our communities, our neighborhoods, our places of employment, whatever it is, we have that opportunity we have the opportunity to share the peace of Christ with those who do not yet know it. And Christ tells us, the harvest is plentiful. Amen.